Good evening and welcome aboard the night train with Henry and Jeff. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a cocktail and conversation as we delve into the supernatural and beyond. I have to give a shout out first to the Music Explorers. For all the music school needs, they focus on piano, voice, guitar, saxophone, clarinet, ukulele, and banjo. They got a strong focus on the elementary school. But from adults to everyone with their music, there's a musician inside of each of you. Do you know what I found out, Paige? Hotel. That music can actually increase your IQ by 10 points. So we all need to start taking music lessons, yes? And... It helps when you have math problems, too. It makes you better at math. Oh, I need music lessons. Yes, so we I, do. So I won't say one plus one equals five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Now you're using Common Core math. Uh, but I show my work. Mm. Yeah, I'll take two pages to do it, but you'll get to two plus two. Now remember, with music explorers, they have that kinder, the uh, kinder music. Yes. Now that is most important for the development of your young children. Agreed. Remember, you're going to be looking for new. You got a pretty stupid kid. Make sure that they study music. And it keeps them off the computer all day. Absolutely. Computer or whatever device. Unless they use the computer to compose music. Mm-hmm. This is true. Well, well, that's when um, hopefully the, the teacher will teach them how to do it without using a computer. And then, because I think the computer kind of helps to, uh, you know, make things a little bit better. But I think you got, you got to know the basics first. You got to know the basics. Yeah. Now, you know that Einstein, actually, when he was doing math up in Princeton... Mm-hmm. Sometimes would take a break and go play on the piano, or he'd go play his violin. Oh, really? Ah, that's what I always do during my break times at work. Right. You have a violin? <laughs> yeah, my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is as musical as I am. Mm-hmm. I listen to it really well, though. When you can do that. Mm-hmm. Again, remember, folks, you got to reach out to Miss Montana and the Music Explorers in Chesterfield County. Yes, she's a really sweet lady. Oh, she is. And she looks like she's she looks like she's very patient. You would have to be patient. Well, she's got me as a friend. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, music explorers, take note. Make sure your children study music, or you study music. It helps the brain. It helps the brain. It relieves stress. Helps as underachievers. Which we all are. Especially in this room. Okay. Tonight, we are having a cocktail that Paige put together called the Irish... Uh, The Irish Wake. An Irish Wake. And we will kick you on your arse if you're not careful. It is an ounce of gold rum, an ounce of 151 rum, Bacardi. I don't use Bacardi. I use Virago's 151. And an ounce of blue Curacao. Top that off with, with OJ. Serve it all nice. It's kind of green. Kind of neon green. Yeah. It's but a it green. Is, definitely a green. It's green. So it's for Ireland. 
Mm-hmm. And it's this March, and we do have St. Patrick's coming up. So we're dedicating the month of March to, to Celtic legends and stories from the the Emerald Isles. Yes. Yes. Now we're going to be starting tonight off with a story from Leap's Castle. It's in the center of Ireland, in the county of Offaly. 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 It's like it's awfully good. Okay. It's awfully good. O F F A L Y. Offaly. That's Castle Leap. Now, the one thing I, I found really interesting about this is that it's in the center of Ireland. Mm-hmm. It's a little landlocked county. Okay. And it was started by warring chieftains. Of course. Those Kelsey can't stop, but they can't help but fight. No. I mean, I was diagnosed with PTSD after a couple of tours of combat, but can you just imagine how warped those guys are? I don't want to imagine. They were probably beyond. Now, Jeff, go ahead and talk to us. Tell us what you found out. About Leap. Just a little history. Oh, the history of this wonderful castle. One of its, one of the most um, haunted castles of all Ireland, if not the most haunted castle in in Ireland. But it's got a, um, <clears throat> it's one of the longest continually inhabited castles in Ireland and has a rich and fascinating history. And bloody, right? Oh, yeah. It is thought to have been built in the 1500s by the O'Ban clan. O'Bannon? O'Bannon clan. So it's been standing strong for over 700 years since the 13th century. And this castle has been witness to a very tumultuous history. It has stood through bloody histories with lost lives, love affairs, and babies born. And uh, <clears throat> the current building is thought to have been built over an earlier castle. Before that site, it was thought to have been used by the Druids for initi- initiation ceremonies. The castle has been home to much bloodshed and violence over the centuries, like I mentioned. Originally named Liam Oi Bahanin. <laughs> and I'm sorry to uh butcher that to butcher that once again. I'm not a linguistics expe- uh expert, but I try. And actually that means leap o the bannons. So, you know, obviously the uh original uh, creators of the, uh, the the castle. And legend had it, <coughs> has it that two Ban- O'Bannon brothers were contesting the chieftain- chieftainship of their clan. The only way to settle the argument was a display of strength and bravery. They were both to jump off the rocky outcrop where the castle was to be built. The survivor won the honor and right to be the chieftain. Thus, the castle was built and fueled by blood and death. So, you know, not a very good start to it, but, you know, it is what it is. That's how they... And it's different than they leap. Yep. Because they leapt. They leapt. To one of those deaths. Oh, yeah. So, Leap Castle was used as a principal stronghold of the old old Carroll clan also. It was to guard the pass through the... Sea of Blue Mountains 
and has been said that no castle was more well fortified than the Leap. The O'Carrolls were a fierce and brutal people bent on domination. They were known for the ruthless and tactics, often killing each other and each, each other and others on the path to supremacy. The O'Carrolls called the Leap Castle their home until it was wrenched from their hands in 1642 by an English soldier of the Cromwellian forces named John Darby. So, Darby obviously was an Englishman that was that took it over after that. The castle has been subject to many remodel, remodeling and restoration over the years. Most of the, the remodeling have been <clears throat> was done by the Darbys. And the Darbys inhabited the Leap Castle from 1642 until its burning in 1922. And today... It's owned by another family, and they pretty much, uh, I guess, just kind of like um, have tours there. And you cannot stay at the Leap Castle, but you can go visit it, and the owners will give you a private tour also. Uh, those music, those owners now are Sean Ryan and his wife, Anne. And they are, they are the owners of Leap Castle right now. But it's not just the castle itself, it's the other buildings that are part of Leap Castle that I found really interesting. I believe the monk is one of my favorites. Now, this is dealing with... Um, he's got the... How was that pronounced? The concert? Thank you. The what? The tonsil. The haircut. Ah. Uh, you know, bald on top and... <laughs> like a little fringe around it in a circle? Just the way I like to look. <laughs> and then, Like a... What's it? Um, like a... Huh? The monks? The, the, the Like the old monks, like uh, even... Um, like in the Robin Hood days. Mm-hmm. They wore the tonsil. Okay, I didn't know that's what it was called. Now you know. These Catholic boys don't know their stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 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 they never did. They never showed us any of that. Here I am, the Protestant knows more about than you do. <laughs> you betcha. I don't know. I mean, the way I look at it, it's just like there's been so much turmoil in that castle. Yeah, so tell us more about the tonsor and cow's monk. He has just been seen roaming the areas. But why? Well, because apparently, I don't know if he was serving mass, and it may not be a monk, but it may be just a priest. Okay. And the priest also wore that kind of regalia, too. Right. But there was the... The O'Carroll brothers. Those O'Carrolls again. Them <laughs> bad boys. One brother was... Mur- he, his brother was a priest, and he started serving Mass. When his other brother came in, apparently... 
When his brother arrived, he was just so insulted because the mass already started that he killed him. Damn. He was that insulted. He was that insulted. He, he killed the priest where he stood. Because he started mass without him. That's right. That was a massive insult, apparently. Sounds like there's probably a backstory to that, too. And there's, it sounds like this O'Carroll has some ma- major um, anger issues. Mm-hmm. Well, there's always been a power struggle by the brothers for well, the position of chieftain. Well, once a priest, therefore he probably couldn't be chieftain, could he? I don't the know. The chieftain would have to, I would think, would have to be, have to be able to marry and produce, produce an heir. Possibly. Maybe, maybe, but that's the Irish way, so I'm not real sure. Well, all I can tell you is that a priest has been seen in the chapel on the stairs exiting through a door. Just walking in out. Good for him. It's probably the one that his that was killed by his brother because he insulted his brother. No. There's also a lot of prisoners that were taken over to Castle Leap from other uh, other tribes and other clans. Ooh, prisoners. What did they do with them? Kill them or throw them in the oblette? Well, they threw the prisoners down a hole and closed the door on them. And forgot about them. So, yeah, they did kill them. Yeah, that's the Ubalette, right? Mm-hmm. Ah, so that's probably because there's also, there's been, um, noted by some people that have been there that there's a horrible smell that, um, you know, it's kind of offensive to the nostrils. It smells like burning rubber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually... You and know, makes them kind of no- nauseous. But, yeah. I mean, that kind of goes with that kind of a smell. No, burning rubber that smells different than a decomposing body. Well, I, I, I almost want to say that it might be a mixture of the two. Because, I mean, there's a there's a definite smell between the two. So, yeah, and if it, if it makes you that nauseous to where you want to throw up... It's more than rubber, and it's definitely uh, the smell of dead body. You know, we've all smelled rotten animals, roadkill. Yeah. It does not smell like ru- burning rubber. <laughs> well, also, now that's, we're talking about the bloody chapel. Mm-hmm. And when I was discussing how the prisoners were taken over there, mm-hmm. three cartloads of bones were removed during renovation. Right. That's a lot of bodies. Yeah, and I don't think they really cared for them. No. Throw them in a hole and forget about them. Back in them days, I'm not surprised. I hope uh, you die in a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. And I think with the renovations, um, that sent out an emotional shockwave through the castle. Right. Causing a so. bit of haunting, including walking the eternal, the uh, elemental. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Tell us about that. Well, that elemental is kind of interesting, isn't it? Well, why don't you talk about it? You're more astute than Oh, I'm more... Well, um, <laughs> hold on, because the elemental is kind of like a different whole thing. Now, I just want to mention one thing about a former resident of Leap Castle who cited uh, paranormal, paranormal activity. She said about living things in the castle at night that there are some things... There is something heavy... That lies on people's bed, beds and snores. They feel the weight of a great body pressing against them in a room in the priest's house. 
Henry, meet you over in Ireland. You go to Ireland without us, dude? Come on. No. <laughs> yes, I am heavy and I do snore, but it's not more. Not you. Okay. All right. Well, you're canceled out. Then. Well, then again, I, in the priest house also, there's the burly man pushing a barrel up. That's the true. She just pushes his barrel, probably a big barrel of uh, ale. You know, you got And drink. then he released it, and it just vanishes. Rolls down and goes away. I'm like, ah. And there's a story of the two little girls. Talk to me about the little girls. Oh, Charlotte, and what's her name? I gotta find those little girls. Written down. Emily and Charlotte. Emily and Charlotte. Talk to us about it. Emily. Emily and Charlotte are believed to have been have been alive in sometime during the 1600s. Mm-hmm. And they're they have been seen playing up and down the stairs, you know, around the right hall. Be little girls. Well, Emily, bless her heart, was about eleven when she died because she fell from the castle battlements. Ouch. Yeah. The, people, now, the battlements, what's the top of the castle, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I thought. People have seen a, a young girl falling from the battlements and disappearing before hitting the ground. So, that's probably Emily. And now Charlotte is, is has been seen dragging around a deformed leg and toe. Yep. How the deformed leg got deformed? Uh, they didn't. They don't tell us. She could have been born that way. Could have been an accident. Could be a club foot. Yeah. Birth defect, yeah. And sometimes their nanny is seen with them. Yeah, they had nannies. Still do. Ew, a nanny. 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 There's the lady in red. Do you tell? Not the song. Well, I, I figured on that. <laughs> Tall lady, she's dressed in red, obviously. She's carrying she's carrying a dagger and she looks very menacing. And she has a strange luminescence radiating from her. And here comes the cat. And people who encounter her tell of an immense cold in the room, permeating into the heart. Do you know that kind of reminds me of that cat that house we went to in Petersburg? The cold feeling? Oh my God, that was horrible. I never felt it, but then I'm. Excuse me, I'm almost impervious to cold sometimes. <laughs> You're cold. I'm like, what cold? <laughs> so anyway, legend has it, this lady in red is possibly a woman kept was captured by the O'Carrolls. You know those nasty guys, and raped. And there was a uh, she had a baby that was born of this um, rape that the O'Carroll killed because he justified and said, yeah, we don't need another mouth to feed, so bye-bye, baby. And the woman was so distraught that she committed suicide with the same blade. So now you see her roaming the halls with that same blade. That knife in her hand. Mm-hmm. Rather menacing. In a long, flowing red dress. Yep. She's not a very happy lady. No, you wouldn't be either if you got raped and, and they killed your baby. Uh, no. And then forced to be a prisoner in that castle? Right. Doesn't seem like a happy place to be. No, but they also have this little old man who hangs around sometimes. A green cutaway coat, coat, shiny buckle shoes, knee breeches. 
He's sitting peacefully by the fire. He just leaves you alone. Sometimes he has a little old lady with him. She wears black mitts, old-fashioned dress, and a big hat. Big headdress. Big hat. Well, the cutaway coat signifies pretty much wealth. Mm-hmm. So they're just perfectly content in Does their afterlife. Yeah, sometimes they have a, a man dressed as a priest with an intensely cunning face accompanying them. And sometimes the old man, green old man, likes to, tries to stop people, but for whatever reason, we don't know. But he's one of the benign ones. He just kind of hangs around. We are definitely going to have to take a trek over to the Emerald Isle and get involved in watching these things. All right, everybody in the car, let's go. You can't drive to Ireland. Oh, man. I can drive to the airport. (laughs) So you uh, mentioned the Elemental. I did, or did you mention the Elemental? Oh, you you brought it up, but I wanted to get to the other thing first. (laughs) But go ahead and with your Elemental. Oh, it's my turn now. Yes, it is. Because you you started it, so... you sounded very interested in it and excited the about elemental. the elemental. I've never heard of an elemental. Either have I. Once again, <laughs> I have. The elemental. Elementals, in case you're not familiar, are basically spirits of the land. They've been here before we were here. Maybe. So that's part, um, they said the uh, elemental, this castle. Could have been there before anybody else. All right. Well, from what I understand, though, that um, the apparition named the Elemental uh, potentially dates back to the time of the Druids. So, obviously, it's going to be, you know, way before the time of the castle was built. So, it's before the castle was built, possibly put there by the Druids to protect the sacred space. Because they used that space there as a, um, for initiations and different ceremonial ceremonies. Yeah, because um, apparently they used sorcery to protect the sacred land, which Leap Castle was built on. Exactly. It, occurred, it could have been placed by an invading force to burn the castle from the inside. And Gerald Fitzgerald, Earl of Kildare, was a um, magic practitioner, and he invaded that castle several times. So he could have he could have been the one who placed it there. So he might be responsible for the He spirit. might be one. He might be responsible. Mm-hmm. Or local legend has is it's the spirit of an ancient oak Carol, once again, who died of leprosy. Ooh. Yeah. Which will explain the face falling apart and the stench. Because apparently the elemental has, looks like he's falling apart and mm-hmm. he smells when you see him. Leprosy would explain that. Ah. And well, then we have Mildred O'Darby. Well, hold on. O'Darby! <laughs> yes, Jeffries. Well, I think it almost seems like the elemental is like a, uh, I don't know, it just seems like a dark force. It is. It could be. I guess, you know, if you're protecting some, an in, protecting a, spa, uh, a place from an invasion, from an invasion, it's going to be dark. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be menacing and uh, sinister to protect itself from those who um, will do it harm. Yeah, do who, provoke, harm. Who, who provoke it to, yes. uh, you know. And it only makes its presence known to those who provoke or go looking for it. So if we go to Castle Lee, Lee Castle, it's up to y'all if you want to provoke it. No, I don't want to. Yeah, I'll let that dude <laughs> just kind of chill. After that experience they had at that last house, no, sir. Because the elemental can cause great harm. 
What kind of harm? Well, it has the, it could have the ability to lower atmospheric pressure, triggering serotonin hyperfunction syndrome, which means heart palpitations, nausea, vomiting, sweating, chills, dizziness, and fatigue. No. Pass. Makes you, makes you feel like crap, okay? I don't want that. Yeah. And it could probably do some other harm to you, too, if it really wanted to, but... I don't know. I mean, the one thing is, it's just like, look, that spirit's been around this world a lot longer than I have. Yep. Oh, yeah. Give credit where credit's due, folks. <laughs> Leave him alone, right? We're going to look for, like, the little Irish family and the cutaway coats and the woman and the big black cat. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we can do that. He sounds like fun. Well, he's just very benign. I want to find a priest. Really? Mm-hmm. Find the priest, maybe the lady in red, and give her some sympathy. She sounds like she needs some good sympathy. She needs a good shoulder. Yeah, I'd rather do that. Yeah. Because she, I mean, she was raped, got pregnant, and then baby killed. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna poke the bear as far as the elemental goes, though. No, I know sure. that much. Nope, 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 nope. I will you, be in the pub. Yeah, you mess, <laughs> yeah. Drinking an Irish wake. <laughs> you mess with the bull, you're gonna get its horns. The only spirits I'd really like to see are the ones coming out of the bottles. Some Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yes, dear. Or what was that? Um, what was that one drink that that was supposed to have the um came from Ireland that comes from Ireland and it's like a uh, liqueur and you put pour sugar over or pour the the drink over the sugar cube. No, that's not Irish. That's absinthe. I thought that came from Ireland. No. Where'd that come from then? It's more French, I think. Is it? It's, it's, yeah, it's over in England. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's not Ireland. Oh, okay. No. Jeff, oh, that's another story then. Absinthe? <laughs> How it was outlawed for a while? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get that tonight. Well, no. There um, was no. a friend of mine up in Long Island that used to make that. His father did. He had a still. Ah. Uh-huh. He made absinthe? Mm-hmm. Bootleg absinthe, even better. All I know is every time I drank it, I became retarded. Oh, yeah. The green fairy. You see green fairies? <laughs> I don't know what the hell I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Probably didn't see much. No, I don't think so. We have a bottle of absinthe downstairs. Yep. No, ma'am. A good bottle of that. bottle of good absinthe. Made locally. Well, not really locally, but made in Virginia, I should say. Well, I think the first time I had it was in uh, Raleigh with you at at our friend's yep. house. It's the first time you ever had absinthe. Yeah, and I was like, Oof. oh man, he. <laughs> so right, right, right. And it's yeah, it's like <laughs> that's it. And Focus, then later, people. it's like, like, oh shit, guys, 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 let's talk about ghosts again. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh the oh, green oh. ghost, <laughs> the absinthe. Okay, so ghost. Green Ghost? The Green Ghost. I'm going to make a drink called the Green Ghost. That sounds wonderful. I'll have to come up with something called the Green Ghost. I'll think about it. Is there a drink called the Green Ghost? Or are you just making that up? We're going to make one. We're going to make one. We're going to make one. Now, to tell you the truth, folks. With absinthe. This. (laughs) This drink we're drinking right now is red and green. (laughs) Yeah. Our lips are gabbing away. Let's call the Irish way. Oh, you're going to be able to drive home, sweetheart. Yes, I'll drive home. Okay. I try to give you the one with the least alcohol in it. 
Cause, uh, I'll compensate. I don't want to hear from your wife. No. I'll no. call and say, help get Henry. <laughs> no. Especially since she she came back home. Uh, from New York today. From so New York can... today. So New York City. Yeah, we don't want to piss off Nikki. No. I'll probably send gifts home with her. <laughs> but yeah, the Green Ghost. I'll have to come up the Green Ghost. Uh, the Green Ghost, yes. Well, folks, by the look on the clock on the wall, we are getting close to saying. What are we saying? All I can tell you this is just. Oh. We are going to have a very Irish month. Hold on, you're not done yet. We are. Yes, we are. We've got a discussion on leprechauns, banshees, banshees, and more Irish ghost tales because there's quite a few. And even though I had to explain the Banshees to my wonderful husband, Jeffrey. Well, he's Mexican. I know Susie and the Banshees. They're a good group. <laughs> Back in the 80s? Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm going to have to introduce you to? Good night, Jeffrey. <laughs> Folks, have a great night. And to our listeners, thank you very much for taking care of us. Hi. <laughs> <laughs>